show. This is, see, this is the Rimless Sports Show. See, this is, this is the Rimless Sports Show. See, this is the Rimless Sports Show. And if you ain't have a clue, well, then now you know right here is where they discuss the hottest topics. If you think this show ain't the best, then you better stop it from MLB runs to NFL X's and O's to the NBA's dribbles and shots and pick and rolls. Lulu, Mike, and Mark debating from their souls. No other three can match up. All right, welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Rimless Sports Show. I'm your host tonight, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. This is Miguel Love. Y'all know what it is in the building. Tonight, we're doing a little something different here tonight, y'all. Doing a little something, something different here. We're live off of Anchor app. We're live off the Anchor app. It's a recording app, actually. It's like a radio podcast station tonight, y'all. So, we're going to do it a little bit different tonight. Tonight's show is brought to you by the Anchor app, so everybody can go check that out too as well. And we're live off of Facebook Live too as well too tonight, Josh. So let's do big amazing things tonight. So we're gonna get into the show tonight. We're we'll gonna talk about this Ezekiel Elliott deal. Zeke, 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 Zeke the Freak. Yes, Zeke the Freak, which I think he's not the best running back, but hey, Cowboys want to be center of attention this year, so that's on them. I don't know. I, I hope he get hurt so I know I'm stuck. Well, I, I mean, I don't think he's going to get hurt. Well, 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 uh, But they're talking about showing his reps, though. Well, I know. I don't think he's going to get short of reps. I don't think he's going to get short of anything this year. What I do think, what I do think, though, is that, one, you signed this man to a six-year deal worth $90 million, $50 million guaranteed money. That's number one. Yep. And you gave this man $50 million of guaranteed money, and now I believe... He Jerry been to J- practice. Nah. He ain't been to practice. He ain't been to training camp. He, he ain't been to mini camp. He ain't did nothing with the team at all, period. So if that, if that case, you, how about we just walk on the team and get that same type of money, too? I don't mind getting that same kind of money. I don't mind it. Now, for uh, for that being said, is is this for me? I think now Jerry Jones now owns him. Jerry Jones basically owns him, and basically is going to say that you know, well now you're going to see how it feels to be the highest paid running back because you getting money over Todd Gurley now. Yeah. Todd Gurley was his first highest paid running back, which he got million with. 14-point, yeah. Yeah, so Todd Gurley was the highest-paid running back. But in the same aspect of breath is, is this. Now you're about to get the bulk load of the carries. Now you're about to get everything that you're asking for. Now you got a price on your head. Pretty much. So what basically that means is, is that you're going to get – you're going to run the ball at least 45 times a game. Maybe more. And, and, no, and not even maybe more. You're going to run the ball 45 times a game. Yeah. And you're going to be on the field, and you better have over two thousand yards rushing. You better have over two thousand. You better have over two thousand. You better break Adrian Peterson's record for being the highest paid running back in the league today. And AP didn't even get that amount of money. You sure enough did. And he had a two thousand yard season coming off an ACL injury. Yeah. He had two thousand nine nine yards. Two thousand nine yards. 
had a chance to break the NFL record that year. I think he set the second highest NFL record that year. He came back with that ACL um, um, ACL break in his knee when he came back in the league. So with that being said is, is that if AP didn't get that amount of money, the uh, Minnesota Vikings didn't even give him that amount of money when they could bring him back on the team. Come on now. You're going you gonna to get the bulk of these carries. Oh, yeah. You about to get the bulk of these carries. Time to win 10. Yeah. And they're going to run them in the ground, just like they do with any other running back that he had in Dallas. Yeah. DeMarco Murray was a prime example. Was, uh, Emmitt Smith was a prime example of that. So what basically means is that once you get once you get on that field, come game day, Sunday, you're going to be running the ball. So now teams ain't got to worry about the deep threat no more. They ain't got to worry about no short intercrossing passes no more. You <laughs> will get. Yeah, they after you. They going to run that ball. And Todd Gurley going to be over there licking his chops, as I presume, as I can presume, because I'll be over there licking my chops like, oh, yeah, yeah, I ain't got to work as extra hard. As, <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I ain't got to work hard enough you know, more, no more because I'm the second highest paid player in the league. And I, I, but, see, my thing, my question is this. What have you done to receive that type of money? Well, first of all, you got in trouble three times. Basically. You got in trouble three times. You didn't push the person down on mm-hmm. uh, on you push the person down at a concert or an event that you were at. Secondly, mm-hmm. you had a scandal you had that something going on with the girl. Mm-hmm. Uh that was one of the things that you did wrong. Mm-hmm. Then secondly, what else did you do wrong? You did something else wrong, and then you 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 pretty much set yourself up for failure, big time. You set yourself up for failure going forth. So really, truly, honestly, then you got suspended. Yeah, you got suspended for six games, and Jerry Jones went the back for you. Jerry Jones went the back for you with the commissioner, and you still get your money after holding out. What you basically just said that. Oh well, you just been branded. Yeah, basically, you was like, "Well, I don't have to play unless I get my money. I don't have to do this unless I get my money." They ain't really needed you. They already got one of a rookie jump. Pretty much, I don't have to do anything because I got my money. Yeah. So, which means I didn't have to do nothing but to get my money. So, who won the deal? Zeke won the deal. Yeah, he won the deal, but he also branded. Yeah, pretty much. Now you're branded with Dallas. So you might as well go get your Dallas tattoo you and go. post it on your chest because you ain't going nowhere later. So no you time soon. You're Jerry Jones, son. Now. Pretty much. You're going to be basically <laughs> another doggone. Um, you took over Tony Romo job. Pretty much. So you might as well get married into the family. You might as well go ahead and do what you got to go do because you branded for the Dallas Cowboys for life. And the Dallas Cowboys going to own your ass for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Or they're going to run you into the dirt and then sell you away to another team. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be useless. Well, we got a comment here. All of the other, all the other top backs that will take uh, offense. I mean, offense to this deal. They are going to be pushed to the be him this year, and they don't have the top paid pressure. That is true. But in the same aspect of that, and thank you, uh, John, for uh, coming on the show and and commenting. What another thing going on with that is is this. For my aspect of it is. You came out there, you wasn't talking, you was in Cabo, and you know the team was trying to get ready to go into the season. They had everybody stacked up. You had Dak Prescott, who is doggone basically 
the front man that needs to get paid because he's the quarterback. Yeah. That's one. Number two is you have another person on the team that needs to get paid this year, which is Amari Cooper. And you basically just said, oh, screw them. It's about me now. It's about what I want to do now. It's about me, 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 which is not bad unless you was on your already on your doggone set. P's and Q's. No, if you was already on your last year, your contract, then I can see you holding out yeah. like Melvin Gordon did. Melvin but Gordon held out. Two more years. You got two more years. Exactly. So, which means is this. You think that great of a running back? No. You're not. Basically, all you showed is that you can run the ball, you can eat, you can eat up yardage. Yes, you can. You can go out in the flat, you can run the ball. That's good. Who will be better than Zeke? Or Bell, both have something to prove. Um, I'll get to that question in a second. Just a second. Um, if I had to guess, what Zeke did was probably had a conversation with Dak. Dak said, I'm going to show up to minicamp. Dak probably said, I'm going to show up to... Uh, I'm going to show up to training camp. I'm going to do the games. I'm going to play without this season. And show that I'm worth the money. But Dak needs Zeke. To go out there to back him up. Yeah. Everybody knows this. Yeah. So if I had to guess it, screw that. That's supposed to be your best friend. That's supposed to be your be- that's supposed to be your number one man on the on the on the team. Yeah. So you basically saying screw Dak Prescott, screw Amari Cooper. I need my money now. Yeah. Put down the whole world talking about. Cowboys winning the uh, <laughs> the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. No, not in this century. Not in this decade here. By week six, somebody getting hurt. Seriously. I I I, I can foresee it being either Dak, or I can even foresee it being Zeke. It might be both. It might be, and and we never will know. Now to answer your question, who would be better, Zeke or Bell? I'm going Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell has nothing really to prove. Le'Veon Bell set the record, set a standard when he was in Pittsburgh, when Le'Veon Bell was doing what Le'Veon Bell does best. Eating up yardage, doing, uh, eating, 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 yeah, he was eating up yardage, he was making breaks, he was cutting through them A gaps, going through the B gaps, he just did his thing. So, of course he deserved to be paid, of course he was deserving to be on the team of going forth, and in Pittsburgh, I believe. And I also believe that going forward, he should have been he should have been had his money. Yeah, he should have been he had deserve it. it. Yeah, he he been deserved his money. He'd helped this team get to each playoff spot that they had. Besides Big Ben throwing the ball, besides Antonio Brown on the left side catching the passes, Le'Veon Bell did his job. Yeah. So if anybody has something to prove this year, it better be Zeke. And Zeke got six years to prove it. <laughs> Basically, pretty much, he only Maybe got a no. He really got a three year deal, and according to um, Shannon, um, Shannon Sharp today, when I was reading up on, I was listening to the uh, a show today. It's basically like a three year deal. Basically, he got an extension. Pretty much, you already had two years left on your contract. You basically got a three year deal to prove it yourself. Yeah, you got to prove yourself out to be the best running back in the league. And like I said. 
if he doesn't go out there and prove to everybody around the world that he's the best running back in the league this year, next year, season after that, the season after that, the season after that, and six years later down the road, you already got your $50 million. So what more do you need? Well, I guarantee you by next year he'll mess it up again. I guarantee you by the end of the season he's going to mess it up. There's nothing else that you could tell me that Zeke won't do wrong because he already proved that he can't handle the offseason. You got to keep this man in line. Then you got to also. Basically, babysitting. Pretty much. Because Zeke is now the highest paid running back in the league this year. So if he's the highest paid running back in the league this year, the next year after that, and the year after that, you got to make sure that this man is going to get the bulk carries. Mm -hmm. He has to prove himself. Dak is going out there trying to play for his contract. Yeah. Which he's supposed to. But. As the captain of the team, Zeke, mm-hmm. you got to show better example mm-hmm. as far as a team player. I'm like, come on now. That's what you did. Some some agree with, some don't. But it is what it is. But even still, though, you got to prove to – you have to be able to prove that you are ready to go out there. Prove and, your and prove your worthiness. Because ain't nobody going to sit up there and, and really – Say that, oh, well, he is ready to play or, oh, he was ready to do this. Oh, he got to get paid his money because of the fact of the matter is that he, he, oh, he is so good at what he does. He eats up yards. And every Cowboy fan out there can possibly tell you that. Yeah, at the end of the day, they ain't really need you. No, because Tony Pollard was about to get their carries. Yeah, I think he still is. Tony Pollard was about to go out there and eat them yards. Now, according to the press conference they had yesterday, before Zeke signed the deal today, Tony Pollard, they had moved on from him. I mean, they had moved on from Zeke. Yeah. That's what... Uh, That's where the Zeke who came in. Pre- no, that was before that. But, yeah, but also, too, Zeke. is <laughs> Zeke was where? Still a cowboy trying to fly back. I knew this deal was going down yesterday. When I seen it pop up on Bleacher Report that, oh, Zeke has a contract that was worth six, six years, 40, I mean, six years, $90 million with 50 million guaranteed money. And I'm sitting up there looking at it and I'm like, why are you trying to pay this man $90 million when y'all just said that he was not going to get the, he was not going to get paid be the highest paid player around the league. Now, I think Jerry got pressured. I think that Jerry Jones was, they kind of, Cowboy Nation either kind of, was kind of digging into Jerry Jones' skin, saying that, hey, Jerry, you got to go out there, man. You got to get Zeke back, man. You got to bring him back. And there's no way in hell that you can leave him out there and let him fend for himself. Down the still down the Cabo. Go ahead and make this man this month, get this man his money, but it's gonna come with. It's come up with a price. Yeah, it's gonna come with a price. You gotta stay your butt out of trouble. That's one. You can't do nothing stupid that's, no more in the off season. You basically are owned by the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. for the rest of the duration of your life. So if you're not doing what you need to do in the off season, I can ship your tail somewhere else, and yeah. your tail will be on another team. In three years. And I guarantee, I stamp on this, that he'll be on another team in three years. If this doggone man don't step up to the plate this year, next year, 
and a year after that. And for six years, he got to step up to the plate for six years straight. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do truly highly believe that this man will be on another team in, in doggone six years. I mean, in three years, if he doesn't prove himself, and, and if he doesn't prove himself this year, next year, he going to have something else to do. Now, to my next question that goes about how does the Cowboys fare off now that he's back? This is a question that this is another this is another, you know, segment right here. How does Zeke and the Cowboys fare off now that Zeke is back in the in the lineup? They think they can go all the way. That's what, that's what most people think. Now we gotta ask our viewers that question too, because our yeah. viewers are, you know, everybody guys you know, anybody can chime in, anybody can, you know, say what they gotta say. How does Zeke and the Cowboys fare off? Now that he is back on the field, he's been practicing a day. He had a walkthrough today with the team and did some practice in the day with the team. He is back in full lineup. Now, in my personal opinion, I'm going to say it like this. For Zeke and the Cowboys, I don't see this team gelling together all the way around him. So basically, they just, they just hit the cap crunch for Zeke. Pretty much. So if that's the case, then that's just le- that's just lease of the Cowboys' headache. Pretty much, because pretty soon, because somebody else gonna ask for some money, or they gonna leave. I think Dak gets the Mega Millions this year. I think Dak is gonna get the Mega Millions. I think that Dak Prescott will get his money, and I think he's gonna be one of the next top paid quarterbacks in the league. Because you know the CBA. Has not been finalized yet for after twenty twenty. For twenty twenty one, the CBA has not been certified yet after twenty twenty season. So until the NFL and the CBA can get in there and actually get a contract extension going forth, this deal is is pretty much kind of nullified after twenty twenty. If they can't come to an agreement with the uh, players' association, if this deal doesn't go down, this deal has to go somewhere else. So, in my personal opinion, I believe that Cowboys don't make the playoffs this year. I believe that if they do make the playoff run this year, they get stopped in the first round. Yeah. By by underrated uh, team. Who? We don't know yet. Now, the question is, is now... For our next topic at hand now is, does this put pressure on the Washington Redskins going forward for Trent Williams and his decision to be able to go out there and play this season, to put the pressure on him to come back to the team this year? I believe I'm the best. I don't know nothing about. I, I don't believe he's the best, whatever. But no, let's just put pressure on. That, that, that's that's the thing. I believe I'm the best. Whatever. Yeah. From, yeah. from, from Zeke, Zeke. From Zeke. I believe. I'm the well, best. we're gonna move forward from that topic ahead. Um, does but this I'm put? The best. But does this put pressure on Washington to, to sign Trent Williams back to the team or get him back on the field? I mean, that is y'all. Y'all bet. But 
it's up to him and to the team to come up to us. Uh, not, I wouldn't say team. The owners and the coaches to come up to an agreement. Well, since, his since they're not going to trade him, but you know what I'm saying, It'll come up to it, come up with an agreement. But that's up to him also if he want to play. But he wants to play. That's not the problem. He wants to play. But the problem is, is that uh, the problem is, is that he had an injury that they misdiagnosed him with, or they misread on his injury list, and he had a growth in his head. That was that. This is what the whole scandal is about. Yeah. Is either trade me, pay me, or I'm not playing. One of three things is going to happen with Trent Williams: pay me, trade me. Or I'm not playing. I'll hold out for the rest of the season. Until you either do one of them three things. I mean, one of those two things. Or I'm not playing. Pretty much. So, which makes me think that you either make Trent Williams the highest paid left tackle in the league. And you go have a, and he comes back and he bombs out this year. And he has an amazing year holding down the fort at left tackle position. Because Donald Penn... Is our is our now our new left tackle going forth for right now until Trent Williams either decides to come back or he decides going forward that he's just not going to play. And now Penn has been around the league for a while now, and he has seen a lot of things in the league. He has seen a lot of offenses in the league, and he's seen a lot of changes in the league. I think Penn can hold up that offense that offensive line. I think Penn can hold up that left tackle position because he's back now where. He was most comfortable at around the league. So, with that being said, is is this? What are you doing? Making a poll. Oh, 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 you gonna make up a poll now? Okay. So there's gonna be a poll question out there for everybody to get involved with and see how everybody feels about that poll question. So y'all can answer it on there online and see what we can go forth to doing that at. Now back to the conversation I had. Trent Williams. Is it putting pressure on Washington or yes or no? What's your answer? I believe so. Yeah, nay, but I'd like to see him play, though. I would, too. I would, I would, I would like to see him play. I would definitely like to see him play. I would definitely like to see him come out there on the field and actually doggone practice with the team. I want to see him get busy with the team. I want to see this man come out there and do what Trent Williams does best protect my quarterback and case Keenum already feels comfortable in the pocket either way still though but he can't speak on anything though but I feel comfortable and I'll feel better in my spirits that if he came back today or tomorrow I feel a much I feel a little bit better or I'll feel like you know as if um that the quarterback is safe back there in the backfield so and I also feel as though our running game can pick up speed the way it needs to pick up speed, too. Now, uh, if that is the case, if that is the case, then I need to see I need to see something better. I need to see somebody go forth. I need somebody to go and do what they need to do on this offensive line. This offensive line is gonna be whole steady just by two pe- I mean by the linemen that they have. And Darius Geis will be getting the bulk load of the carries this year. So with Darius Geis getting the bulk load carries of this season, I would love to see 
how him and Adrian Peterson will share reps this game. I really love to see that, how they're going to share reps this game. So, right now, everybody, we have talked about, if y'all just joining us live right now, we have talked about Zeke Elliott's deal, how the Cowboys will fare off. And if you guys are also just joining us too live still, um, what is it that everybody's thinking about when we talk when we talked about Zeke and how Trent Williams is going to come back in the league if he comes back and and plays for the Washington Redskins this this year? How would everybody fare off about that though? So let's see what happened this year. So. We're going to move forward a little bit with our next topic. Um, can Cam Newton stay healthy this season? That's the biggest question in Carolina's mindset. Well, last time I checked, they say um, he said he felt like he's a whole rookie again. That's last time I read, too. So he felt like a whole rookie again. But <clears throat> he told NFL.com, Jeremy Bergman... I'm having fun, feeling good, and the thrill is still there, man. I'm blessed just knowing that the man, just knowing that man, you just got to sometimes put things in perspective. That was his words, not ours. But if you think about it, just just two to three, two or three words, two or three days, grown men cried. You know what I'm saying? People getting unexpectedly cut, released, traded, or whatever. I'm just lucky to be a part of a fan base and an organization for the same nine, I mean, for the same nine years. A lot of people can't say that. I mean, a lot of people can't um, can't say the same thing. So he said he's focused on the Rams. Cam Newton said, I don't want to dwell on something that's irrelevant or doesn't need to be talked about. I'm excited. I mean, excited about the, the matchup on Sunday. Really looking forward to playing four quarters of football. So. With this all being said here today by Cam Newton, how long did does everybody give Cam Newton out there? Fires. If you gonna make a poll, you gotta put the teams up there. Yeah, I know that's what I go back to. Okay, now, um, how does everybody? Think, uh, what is it that uh, I think that Cam Newton this year? If he does not get injured this year, I think they that the Carolina Panthers can really go out there and first round playoffs lose. I don't think it'll be in a first round playoff run. I think in that they might make a wild card spot if Cam Newton can stay healthy through the whole t- season. But I doubt it if he stay healthy through the entire season because of the fact that matters that that shoulder he has a new throwing he has a new throwing motion. That's number one. Number two is he has a new dog on. Um, he has a new dog on. Uh, like I said, well, well, take that back. He's throwing the ball a different way. He's not going back to the old way that he threw the ball. He's not side arming the ball no more. So he's not doing a lot of different things that he used to. And if he can stop getting hit, the way he was getting hit for the past three seasons, head shots one year. Body shots the next year, shoulder strikes this year, and it was all going towards Cam Newton. They was beating him up in that pocket every time he ran and every uh, time he did something. Question is, could the O-line stay healthy? That's true, too. 
Can the offensive line stay healthy? Can this team pull it together and actually get back to winning football games? Yeah, but only time will tell. I know everybody got new people on the team, but we got to see come see how they play. See if they're going to protect them or not going to protect them. Well, they got to get out there and start protecting them because either way still coming about, Cam is the future of this team. Cam Newton has been the future of this team for nine years straight. And with him going down last year like he did last year, that puts a bad rep on the team. You understand what I'm saying? That puts a kind of bad rep on the team, though, going forward. That kind of puts a bad rep on the team saying that, well, you can't keep the quarterback healthy or Cam Newton can't stay healthy long enough to either A, play football, or he's going to wind up retiring just like uh, Andrew Luck did. Yeah. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. I think he's going to either – it's a do-or-die season for Cam Newton this year. Can Cam Newton stay healthy is the question. Y'all can go ahead and answer, is it – Is can it happen? Can it not happen? What is the question that, that can everybody answer – can Cam Newton stay healthy this year? If he can't, say yeah. I mean, hit the uh, hard button. If he can't, then put out the can he uh, hit the like button. If he if he can, hit the angry button. If he cannot, hit the like. I mean, if he can, hit the like button. Hit the angry button. If he cannot, going forth this season. So, moving right along for the next topic. We all know football season starts. Tomorrow night. I'm very much looking forward. What? I put it up there for the poll. Okay. So we have two polls running right now. Can Cam Newton stay healthy this year? Hit the uh, yes button or hit the no button. Can he stay healthy this year? I don't even want to see it. All right. So. <sighs> moving forward this year. What do you want to say? Moving, oh, <laughs> moving forward this year, moving forward right now, moving forward. So Green Bay and Chicago play tomorrow night. Uh, what is your predictions on tomorrow night's game? Uh, uh, what, is, what is it? My predictions? It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a defensive game. I can't see what everybody's writing if they're right writing something. Um, you said it's going to be a defensive game. It's going to be a defensive game, but I'm going to come out with Green Bay by seven. Green Bay by seven? Yeah. Mm. That sounds pretty predictable. From Green Bay by seven points? Hmm. I think I'm going to take, if I had to take anything, and if I had to put it up there and I had to guess it, this game going to be decided by three points. This game going to be really decided by three points. And I think it's going to be in favor of, yeah, like I said, Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur had to get on the same page this year. I think they're going forward. I think that they're going to be a good, a good tandem to go forward with. And I also think with this roster that they have going forward this year, Aaron Rodgers is going to need a little bit more weapons. Yeah. He also gonna need uh 
He's going to need one more weapon out there to see if he can go downfield with the roster that they have. Um, Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. I think one more piece to that puzzle can help them out. And I think Jimmy Graham is going to get the bulk load of the, of the of the catches this year. And I think in this game, I mean, in this game too as well. And I also think Devontae Adams is going to get it like one or two, t- well, it's at least a touchdown pass. It's going to be a good game though. It's going to be a good game. Well, this is the rivalry that's been going on for a while now. And this rivalry has been, you know, it's not as big as Minnesota and the Chicago Bay. I mean, it's not as big as Minnesota and Green Bay, though. But both teams still hate each other. Both teams still don't like each other. So, with that being said is, is that can Green Bay go out there? It's going to start off slow. Yeah. It's going to be a game that's going to really start off slow. And it's going to pick up his speed in the third and fourth quarter. So if you want to anticipate a game or you want to see how football is really going to start out till Sunday, this game right here is going to open it up right now. And I'm I'm really highly anticipating a very good game this year, and especially to see how this play action, this this uh, new pass, um, this passing rule. I think that. Uh, um, What's it called? The passing, not the passing interference rule. Yeah, the passing interference rule. If it's a defensive or offensive Six, passing interference. Six Green Bay by field goal. Right. Um, one person said Green Bay by field goal. Please keep your comments coming in, everybody. Please keep the comments coming in. I think Green Bay can get this game by, th- by field goal, too. I really do believe that, though. But, like I said, though, this rivalry is going on. They're going to play in Chicago. And... For the hundredth season, they got to go out there and smash and play yeah. Smash Mouth football. Yeah, I'm still sticking with my seven points. Seven points. Seven points. Seven points. Packers. Packers. Seven points. There you go. Because I'm always right. Seven points. I don't think it's gonna be a seven point game. It's gonna be a defensive game. Pretty much, I think everybody. Defensive game. In the beginning, I think it's gonna be defensive. To to after halftime. Halftime, yes. I think after halftime, I believe that they're going to be able to go downfield. And I think they're going to be able to open up the pocket a little bit more. And I believe that they're going to be able to go out there and do a lot more damage than they already have done in the first and second quarter. Whoever scores first is going to win the game, I believe. I highly highly believe whoever scores first is going to win the game. Not necessarily because whoever scores first, always. Sometimes we lose the game, too. I think Aaron Rodgers throws for 250 yards or more. Yeah, I'll go with you on that one. I think Trubisky throws for at least 200, 200 300 yards this game. I think Khalil Mack gets a two sacks this game. Like I said, it's going to be a defensive game. It's time to see what both defenses are going to do this year since they're the start of the season. Yeah, they are the start of the season, though, but I still think that Khalil Mack will get two sacks in this game. I say it's Two sacks in this game. Two sacks and assists. Yeah, assist and a half in this game. Now, I think Aaron Rodgers does not get hurt in this game, but if Aaron Rodgers plays like the same Aaron Rodgers that he'd been playing like before. We all know that he can do. Exactly. And cut that damn mustache off. <laughs> oh, he's doing the mustache off. <laughs> Yo, he got to cut that mustache off. I'm so serious, man. He got to cut that mustache. He looked like an old Burt Reynolds in back in the day playing for the uh, uh, on the longest yard. Uh, he looks like Burt Reynolds playing on the longest yard. Wow. Yes, I said it. 
He looks like Burt Reynolds playing on the longest yard. Matter of fact, he looks like Burt Reynolds off the walking, I mean, off, off, the, off the dawn of the dead. <laughs> if you really want to say that, yes. Yeah, you went that, that Yes, I said it and I meant it. He looks like doggone Burt Reynolds off Dawn of the Dead before he got killed. <laughs> before he died in the movie. Before he died in the movie. I think he need, and he's getting skinny by the minute. If you haven't seen uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers lately, he looks like he's getting skinny around his neck. He's losing a little bit of weight. Skinny with a stash. Exactly. <laughs> and the mustache is growing Must- so big. Mustache gang. That's, that's what they call it. So what do you need the mustache for? You need to cut it down, trim it up, do something with it. Why do you? I want. I want to. Don't I don't be irritated underneath the helmet and stuff like that. I don't know. You got to ask Aaron Rodgers. Got it. Uh, got the. Got it. Uh, need the Bears at home. Got it. Got huh? <laughs> they want to get revenge from the opening game last year. Well, that is yeah. true though. So pick your pick. Um, take the poll pick. That's Thursday night football game. Everybody take your votes in the um, Thursday night football game. The poll is out there. Please make your picks going up there for, up front, everybody. So y'all can take your poll picks right now of who's going to win tomorrow night's game. But we got to move a little bit forward, though, everybody. Uh, going forward, the Nationals are on the road. The Nationals are on the road. The Nationals are on the road. No. They just they just been doing the damn thing though. And I think if I'm not mistaken, if I heard correctly, I think they got number one something for that, the playoff jump. Huh? I think they got number one spot. They do got the number one spot in the wild card. Yeah. They beat the Mets last night. Not today. They beat the Mets last night. Eleven to ten. Right. They came back. They were the first team to come back after being down six runs last night, though, in a game. Where they, yeah, they was literally down by six to eight or six to eight runs last night and came all the way back with six runs in the ninth inning to pull out a game winning victory. At home with that. At home. Now, if anybody would have told me the Nationals would have won last night, though, I would have been like, well, y'all out of y'all minds. Now, today they did lose eight to four today to the Mets, though, but that's still neither here nor there, though, going forward, though, but. That was an explosive game. You got to take it for what it is. The Nationals came out there. They did the damn thing. And they and they won. Now you got to look at the wild card. And the Nationals are 78 and 60 right now. With a, with a three and a half game advantage over the Chicago Cubs. Now, bus or not, was picking up. Bryce Harper's contract. <laughs> Bryce is people in people in Washington are right now saying Bryce who? Bryce who? Three hundred and fifteen million dollar man. Who? Three hundred and fifteen million dollar man in the Phillies right now. The Phillies not even making the wild card spot this year. Who? Who is who? Bryce who? I'm just saying this. The Phillies not even making a wild card spot this year. That's number one. Two is they're not even in the talks of trying to even make a wild card run this year. They lost sixty six games this year. They're three and a half games back from out of the number two spot for the wild card in the National League this year. Bryce, who? Yeah, who? Who? Who is Bryce Harper? 
to the to the Nationals right now. The Nationals team started out the year on a hot, dirty path this year, and, and they were trash, Ooh. trash at the beginning of the season. Rubbish. And I said this at the beginning, Rubbish. and I make myself clear again. I'd rather for them to start out trashy and end classy. Mm-hmm. Start trashy, end classy. Because of the fact of the matter is that it doesn't matter what you do at the beginning of the season. It's about how you finish the season. Uh, yeah. And if you could finish the season on a hot run, enter the wild card spot on a hot run. But after trees, they took off. Man, did they ever. And did they ever. With the first team in history of baseball to have three pitchers with doggone 200 strikeouts or more. Come on now. Come on now, everybody. Y'all, y'all got to be feeling me on this one. This is, this is not even a game anymore of how good the Nationals are playing this year. And also, they're going against teams that are ranked. They're going against teams that are ranked. This D.C. team is sparked up. I don't know where they came over this spark up at, though. I don't know how they did it. I don't know where they found the motivation at. I don't know how. And now they said Dusty Baker who? <laughs> Who's Baker? I don't know who Dusty is. I don't know who Because he was a Dusty Baker from <laughs> this, whatever. But, see, Dusty had him winning in the beginning. Of the season, Dusty had him out there at the beginning of the season. Yes, Dusty Baker got into the playoff run that they had, but now we got to see can the Nationals pull this off this year? I think they can. If they, if they keep playing the way they play, yeah, they got to go out there and ball. They got to go out there and hit the baseball. They got to go out there and do Big time. exactly what it is they need to do and play ball. If you continue to play ball the way you playing ball this year, I mean, if you keep playing ball like you playing like you played in the second half of the stretches, after All Star Weekend, after dog on the trade deadline and everything else, you have a team to put together. Oh yeah. And the one thing I have not heard at all this year was the one thing I have not heard all year long was Steven Strasburg getting hurt. Don't jinx it. I'm not jinxing it at all. Knock on wood. <laughs> as I'm knocking on wood. Don't jinx it. Steven Strasburg or somebody has not gotten hurt on this team. And I think that everybody was waiting on this team. Somebody to get, to get hurt. Right. Even if you're waiting on somebody to get hurt, you still cannot, you know, you still got to perform out there. You still got to go out there and pitch. You still got to go do this. You still got to go do that. Even if you got the next man up mentality. Scherzer got hurt hitting that baseball. I mean, got hit with something in the right eye. And he still went out there and pitched. Yep. Come on now. He still went out there and pitched. And still got up with a performance. And still was able to get over 200 strikeouts this year. That tells you something. Big time. That tells you that this team is on a run. This team is on fire this year. This team is trying to make a difference this season. And I believe they had the potential to do it. I do believe that this team right here, if they stay on fire the way they are, they have potential to do it. Also, speaking of that, the Yankees and... Wait a minute. 
the Mets was on top of the division this year. Yeah. The Mets started out very good this year. They were the team to beat this year. They slid all the way down to sixth place. They're 71 and 68 this year. How's that even possible? You were the number one team in the National League this year, and you slipped all the way back down to number six? What has been going on with the Mets? I don't know. They're losing focus. You lost focus a long time ago. <laughs> you lost focus when you lost 68 games. Come on now. It's something. It, it, it's something going on with this with this team. So, if the Nationals beat them out this series, which they only lost, I think, two games to them this year. No, not two games. I'm not saying two games literally, though. But if the Nationals can go out there and win this next game that they can have against the Mets, I think it's tomorrow. No, they got the Braves tomorrow. Oh, that's going to be a good game. So... According to no, they already got swept. This they didn't get swept. They, they got kind of like they lost one. I mean, they lost two, one, one. So, according to the national schedule, they only have. And if everybody can listen to real closely, we're almost to the end of the season. Almost to the end of the season. September 29th, everybody will be the ending game for baseball. This year for the Nationals, September 29th. If the Nationals. That's right around the corner. That is right around the corner. That's the end of this month. If the Nationals can hold on to that number one seed this year, I do believe that they had the potential to go deep in the playoffs this year. Depending on who they play. If I had to guess it, who they have to play, if I had to guess, and this is my big guess here, you're going to have to play. Either you got to either play the Braves or the Cardinals. Was somebody getting the first round bye week? Yeah. And I think it's the Dodgers that's going to get the first round bye week this year. And I do believe that it's going to be Atlanta, Washington, Chicago, and the Cardinals. That's what I do believe that's going to happen this year. And if we already shown that we could beat Atlanta. They have no pitching rotation for them. That that can, well, we can pitch against them. We can we can we can hit their pitches. We can do whatever we need to do against this team. So if I had to guess it, it's be Atlanta and Washington, the Cardinals and Chicago. And if they already locked up the number the one number one seed in the in, in the National League, then by all means they're gonna go deep in this playoff run. Oh yeah. Moving on, everybody, to our next segment at hand, everybody. We're going to move on to a little bit of the next segment. Thank you all for also tuning in in the show. And we're like I said, everybody, we're still going live off of Anchor app right now. If you guys can find the Anchor app, I will be posting the show live off of Anchor so that you guys can also hear it through a radio voice. You can hear our voices off the Anchor app this year, everybody. So... Um, going forward, we will be doing live shows off of two re- uh, two stations here, Facebook Live and the Anchor app going forward, everybody. So you guys to get to have, you know, two ways you can listen to us and view us off the Anchor app and also off of doggone Facebook Live. So we're going to move right along to basketball. 
Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Apparently he went back to the Lakers after they kicked him out the first time. Well, that's because of the fact about it is that he was – That's one. <laughs> and he didn't understand what Kobe Bryant was trying to tell him at the beginning. But he's still soft. But he didn't understand what he was trying what Kobe Bryant was trying to tell him. If you play this way, if you play like the big man that you are, if you mm-hmm. go out there and ball like we need you to, you can have a championship ring underneath your hand. Yeah. Dwight Howard has been in the league what, fifteen seasons now? Twelve, thirteen seasons now? Like thirteen or more seasons now, if that. And you still don't have a championship ring on your hand? I hate it. You still don't have a ring on your hand? What is your storyline? Your whole storyline, and if memory serves me correctly, your whole storyline was to compete with Shaq. Your whole storyline was Shaq was beefing with you, and you were beefing with a little bit with Shaq because you was trying to follow Shaq's path by trying to be the Superman act, and you know you couldn't pull that Superman act off, so you went and you did... You yeah. j- you just try to do your own damn thing though, Probably but it's like hit rock bottom for some other other stuff. So it is what it is though. It truly is what it is. Either way, still you try to be Superman and you failed. You try to go out there and you try to you be with the Lakers. Kobe tried to teach you something there. You didn't want to follow Kobe, so they Fair. kicked you off the team. You went to Houston. You done played for doggone four or five teams now. You played for Orlando. Yup. That was one of your best years. Orlando, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Houston. Yup. Wizards. Yup. And now you're back with the Lakers. Yeah. Lakers twice. You went back to the Lakers. Even though the Lakers really didn't need you, you went back to the Lakers. And I don't even give him ten games with the Lakers. Before he gets hurt again. I give him five. I don't even give him ten. Oh. I give him ten games before he gets hurt again. And I give him ten games before he says, ooh, out of my back. Because <laughs> you did that with the Lake. I mean, you did that with the Wizards. What was the difference between got, you and the Wizards? But he got traded doing the back, his back injury, though. You got, you went to the Lakers... No, you went to the Wizards, and you were supposed to help out the Wizards. He had the same back injury that he was that he had when he was with the Atlanta Hawks. And then I think he went to Charlotte. Yep, sure enough, did he went to Charlotte? He was a Hornet. Back injury. You cannot stay healthy with the team. Period. You're washed up. You're come on, man. You're 33. What you gonna do? You washed up. There's nothing you can do this nah, year. No, I can see somebody of that age that's outshining right now and just actually came back for another season. Is my man Vince Carter. He came back. Vince Carter is looking for, and, and if I had to believe this, and y'all can, y'all can say I'm wrong, y'all can say I'm right. Vince Carter, to me, is a player that is trying to just get to 20. He's just trying to get to 20 and say he out. Get his retirement season and get out. And if you had to play for a team that's going to be on a championship run this year, I had to say you had to either go to Golden State. Oh, so my man is forty-two years old. Who? Vince Carter. Yeah. How long you been in the league for? Sheesh. Yeah, pretty much. So I think he's trying to do his one and done season and get out. 
to his farewell season. It should be. He should do his farewell season next year. Or if you do it this year, do your farewell tour this year and call or, it quit. Or do it like retire, retire as the Raptors, where you started from. But the Raptors aren't going anywhere this year. The Raptors ain't going nowhere this year. Retire your jerseys. I retire where I started from. That's what we said about. Uh... No, AI retired his jersey in Philadelphia. Who didn't retire their jersey where they started at? Or was that football? No, I'm sorry. That's what football was. That was football. That was Chad Bailey. I thought Chad Bailey was going to retire his jersey with the Redskins because he started with Washington, ended in Denver, though, but he had his best years in Denver. Yeah. But he started in Washington. That was that was Washington. I'm sorry. Um, Dwight Howard should hang it up. I think he should really hang it up. I think He ain't got the legs no more. He don't. He don't even have the body no more. And he... South. And the first game of the season, the first two games of the season start October 4th. That's Houston, Clippers, Pacers, Kings. That Houston and Clippers game is going to be, yeah, that's going to be. And then the the, the follow behind that one is (laughs) Lakers, Warriors, Kings, Pacers. Wait a minute, what? Wow. Ain't that ironic? What? It's Pacers, Kings, 4th. Then it's Pacers Kings again in Indiana. They got back to back games. Wow. Wow. I didn't even see that happening. Wow. <laughs> Let me see if this is correct. October 4th, they're gonna be in they're gonna be in Sacramento October 4th. Then they're gonna come right back to Indiana on the 5th. So that means you're flying out. No soon, no soon the game is over. Yeah, you're flying out. Both teams are flying out. Straight out. So both teams are flying out. That that don't make sense to me. Yeah. And then, then they'll play. Then you, yeah, that don't make sense to me. So that that, that means you're playing the same team again. It's like the playoffs. You're gonna have a playoff games. <laughs> you're just switching it up. Pretty much, you're gonna have the playoff games in the beginning, and then you're just gonna have a break, a long break off. That that that's how they're gonna do the addition. Yeah, but that's a hell of a back to back. That is a hell of a back-to-back, a though. Friday but, and a Saturday? Yeah. And what time both games? This game is going to be at 9.30. That game is going to be at 9.32. A.M. <laughs> A.M. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 9.30 A.M. How is that even possible for both days, though? 9.30 A.M. for both games. That motherfucker's Hey. So that means you got a long 12-hour stretch. You got a whole 24 hours to be prepped off for the next game. They're going to be tired. So you might as well not even practice. What is practice? When you got a back-to-back game like this? You ain't practicing no time soon. You're going up against the same doggone team. You ain't even sleep. You in the same doggone team. You're going against the same doggone team back-to-back. I'm not practicing for no game. I look at coach like, you mean you going to practice what? Basically. I'm going against the same doggone team that I just went against yesterday at the beginning of the doggone season. So, with that being said is, I'm not practicing, Coach. So, back to uh, football for one last segment, everybody. Antonio Brown. 
He found him a new helmet now. Nope. He that said he's going to use the uh, wish card, but he's still worried about his fines. Yes. That's what I was just about to get to. So he's found the new helmet. So we found the helmet agreement. It's a Zenith Shadow. The Zenith Shadow helmet. He says that has provided him more vision and more comfortability with his helmet. When you should doggone pick that out a long doggone time ago. But you didn't. But you didn't. But no, everybody ain't used to the new helmets, though. It don't matter. You didn't even look at the helmets. You didn't even want to go to the helmets. You could have been found this helmet and played in the preseason. Stop being a crybaby. Okay. Hashtag stop being a crybaby. You put yourself in that position. You put yourself in the position to fail when your doggone tail set up there and freaking doggone said that I'm not playing because I'm filing a helmet grievance. You take the fines now. Take the fines with a with a grain of salt because your tail is going to get fined. Mike Mayotte did the right doggone thing when he fined your ass. Um, when he fined him $13,950 in pursuant of Article 42, Section 1, A-whatever, of the NFL Collective Bargaining Agreement and Raiders Club Discipline Schedule. So you were previously fined $40,000 for missing Raiders preseason training camp on August 18th. Take your fines. Eat that money. Take it like a man. Eat that money and go make your money right back and give it right back to them. Because you missed out on your money. You missed out on a helmet grievance. All you had to do was take a helmet for a preseason, find the one that you wanted, find the one that's comfortable for you. By game one, your tail would have been on the field with the helmet that you like. Just like you just did. So you replied back to say this. When your own team want to hate, but there's no stopping me now. The devil is a lie. Everyone got to pay this year. So we clear. At Raiders. Everybody got to pay for what, Antonio? Everybody has to pay for what? You know, ain't nothing but this publicity stuff. You really, and like the comments are saying, dude, you really have issues. You really have some sick, twisted issues going on with your brain housing group. That, <laughs> and then you still taking shots at Big Ben. You're separated. You're thousands of miles away from each other. Yeah, I have to Big Ben said something to him. He said but something he said that this was not his fault. Yeah, what? Yeah. But he apologized. I know. Last time I read about, he said, uh, I think AB said we were never friends. Yeah, you were never friends with Big Ben, though, but you still taking shots. And y'all are thousands of miles away from each other. You're in Oakland, he's in Pittsburgh. You're on the other side of the country. Do they even play each other this year? No. But it's not even a point. You're on different sides of the country. And you're still talking about Pittsburgh. Although Pittsburgh was the hottest trend of watching Hard Knocks this season, and everybody in Pittsburgh was watching Hard Knocks this season. So, if you had to, if the, around the country, everybody in Pittsburgh was watching Hard Knocks this whole entire season because they wanted to see the antics and the publicity of Antonio Brown and what he was going to do, how he was going to act with the foot injury. So, let's see how Antonio Brown started off this whole year already with the drama. You started off the year with. Oh, I don't like Big Ben. Mm-hmm. 
Then you said that you want to leave. So they traded your ass to Pittsburgh, I mean to Oakland. Fine, you with a new team. You're done. Whatever. 